Hi, and welcome to the Making Our Way podcast. This week, our guests are Chris Powell and the Grant Alexander, while we pick their brains on monetizing on social media. Thanks for listening. Hey, guys. Good to see you this week. Hey, awesome. Hey, hey. Christy, what have you been doing? Uh, let's see. That's last weekend. I got a lot of random stuff done around the shop. I finished getting the French cleats up. Super happy about that. Uh, finished getting everything painted and put back in place with the miter saw station and just, you know, just those random things that were kind of like just hanging out there and weren't quite done yet. So I was super happy of that. Um, I had to work on Sunday and, you know, work has just been overloading me lately. So I've not had as much time, even on the weekends in the shop or, or even in the evenings to do stuff. But, um, but yeah, I'm, I was just happy to get like, some of the infrastructure, I, I feel like that kind of stuff is like infrastructure for sure. And so I was just, I was just glad to get that part done and mark it off my list. Do you guys not Dean? I know you're a list maker behind you there. Oh, and Austin, you're not. I remember we talked about this before, but I love a good whiteboard and I ordered a new one, which so I'm going to have two whiteboards in the shop soon. So, so I actually got a whiteboard for my shop this week. Oh, wow. And I don't, I, I just, I'm at the point now, I have so many things going on all the time that I, I've gotten to where I'm just forgetting. Like, I just forget my kids are coming home from school, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if it's not in front, right in front of me, I don't know if I'm just like late onset ADD or something, but it's just like, I just can't keep everything. I have, I just have too many things going on, you know, and yeah. I can't, I can't keep it all in the front of my brain. So I'm like, I, I got to figure something out, you know, either writing it down or I hate that though. Cause it's like, I feel like it's a boss, like, and I, I'm not no, a fan of having a boss. It's nah. your bitch. It's your bitch. I lose urgency uh, without it. Like with, I'll just aimlessly yeah. sweep and, and push things around. I'm like, I, I didn't do anything this last weekend. Uh, the most productive I was, was the zoom call Saturday. I hung all my all my Milwaukee tools on a pegboard in the other room. And that was the most productive thing I did because I'm working on a flip top cart. I don't really want to mess with it. I can MIG weld it here, but I want to try TIG welding. So I want to go to my in-law shop, but I'm just like, it's cold and dark and rainy and I just don't want to do anything. So I just sweep and then go inside. Yeah. I feel like that is this to me, like February that is February, man. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm so tired of the cold, the rain. We've had so much rain. It's just, it's easy to get into a funk. That's yeah. what I feel yeah. like. We're recording on Thursday yeah. tonight. I haven't been out here since Saturday. Wow, Didn't come out here you? at all. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And I, I was going to bed early. I went to bed before nine o'clock on Tuesday and Wednesday because I was wow. just like, oh, I don't want to do anything else. And I just go to wow. bed. Yeah. I get it, man. It's that time of year. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people feel that way where it's just yeah. get into it's like, can we just get a little sunshine and yeah. some stuff, some spring action popping up? Like let a couple leaves come out, you know, like I'm so over. I you took off from work. Go ahead. Christmas is too early in winter mm. because That's it's like true. if it was further and then you're like, hey, man, after Christmas, we only got one more month of cold. That would be a much better thing. So can we just move that? That'd be cool. Or or make like my birthday more important. You know, end of February, get everybody ramped up. I want to see lights on houses, you know, bring back that birthday cheer for the end of February. And then that would probably <laughs> amp everybody up a little bit. There you go. 
I actually took off of work tomorrow just because <clears throat> for five, four days I've looked outside our window and it's just gray. I'm like, I don't want to do this. I'd rather look at the TV than look out this gray window. You mean at work? At work. Yeah. 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 I get that. But so what about you, Austin? What you been up to? Man, I've been um, jamming on parts for those leather malls. Mm-hmm. I finished the one for Gri- oh, yeah, they Griffin look so nice. with the, uh, with the um, ferric chloride etching came out really good. And uh, I've, I've sold almost all of them. So that's wow. been great. Um, How many did you make in the series? Well, I've made a lot of parts. I haven't actually completed any of them yet. So I have a ton. I have, I have about probably 10 ish mallets. You know, because I, I would just go in a run. I'm like, okay, I got two hours left in the workday. I'm going to see how many of these parts I can make. And I've just been shelving them. Um, so I don't know, probably 10-ish. But, uh, and then I've been doing tons of videos, you know, hot dog cooking videos and whatever <laughs> else I, pops in my brain. Now on your mallet, I noticed that the the one that Griff had, the um, the head part is slanted in. It's not like... A yeah, solid. so it's a tapered. Yeah, so he he right. wanted a, he he requested it to be a tapered mallet. Oh, okay. So people that are doing a lot of tooling, like uh, you know, like Western saddle tooling yeah. and that kind of stuff, they like the tapered head, um, okay. just for like how they hold it and strike. The gotcha. other way, a lot of people use it for like hitting punches and all that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, I was able sense. to do it custom, you know, for. Or to make it what he wanted, it was a pain in the ass because I had to change all my design <laughs> because the taper made all the other parts not fit. So I ended up having to go back and make parts twice. But I guess he's worth it. Yeah, that's cool, man. <laughs> they look really great. Yeah. They do. Oh, I got to tell you guys this too. So I, uh, my dad went out of town in New Orleans, and so he's like, "Hey, watch out for mom, you know, because she's gonna be by herself." I'm like, "Okay, no problem." Literally the day he's driving, like he, he leaves home, gets to the airport and my mom calls me or texts me, yeah, calls me. And she's like, Austin, there's water everywhere. Like it's flooded. It's flooding everywhere. And I instantly, of course, Jamie's in the shower and I'm watching the boys downstairs. And I, so I just tell Benjamin, I'm like, Hey man, go tell your mom, there's a water emergency at Nana's house. And I, and I run out the door and that was it. Like I didn't. And then, uh, so I get over there and I'm like, cause my mom, their house is basically brand new. You know, it's like a year or two old. And I'm like, I can't believe it's flooding the house. So I get there and it wasn't the house flooding. It was the pump room she was in that was flooding, Mm -hmm. which is outside the house. So it's not a big deal. You know, I mean, it it sucks. It's a big deal. It was actually Uh flooding into the electrical panel. So that was a little bit of a big deal. Um, but uh, I didn't notice that until I was like shin deep in water. <laughs> it's in the electrical panel. Um, so the water system that they have had cracked like where it screws together, just a little hairline crack. And then I guess the pressure just made it blow up. Is that where Grant Alexander hit it with his van? Exactly. Okay. Mm. No, not really. It was inside the pump house. <laughs> um, but uh, so my boy, well, they were all going to my boys wanted to go. There was like an exotic animal show going on here where you could like go buy, um, you know, Gila monsters and shit or whatever. Anyways. So I'm like this guy, I've been call. I'm calling the guy to get him like, Hey man, my mom has no water in the house. Like, because it, it broke of course at the lowest spot. So she didn't even have any residual in the lines or anything. So can't flush toilets. Can't, you know, take a shower. You can't, you know, wash it. You can't do anything. There's no right. water in the house. So my mom's like, I'll go with the kids. You stay here and handle this. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. 
And I look over and my mom is at the kitchen sink. And I'm like, mom, you don't have water. What are you doing? And she's got a pitcher of tea and a sweet tea. And she's brushing her teeth with sweet tea. And I'm like, mom, that is the absolute most, from most Southern shit I've she's ever seen Texas. in my life is yeah. that you're using sweet tea. To bring, and she turns around cracking. I wish I filmed it, man. She yeah. turns around cracking up. She's like, I don't have any water. And she's like, next best thing, sweet tea. Oh my God. That's hilarious. All right, we want to take a second to thank all the folks over on Patreon. If you'd like to join them over there and get some additional content from us, patreon.com slash making our way podcast. And on our top tier, we've got Marion Ward from Creative Ward Gallery, Vincent Ferrari from Digitally Creative, Justin from Bear Maked, Scott Oren from Daddy Yourself, Matthew from Orangino Sorio, and Marcel Este. Then on our middle tier, we've got Tony Langer from Langer Works, Brendan McDonough from McDonough Design, Susan DePlantis from Hearth and Garden Art, Stephanie Taddeo, and then on our first tier, we've got Jacob uh, Griffin Makes, and then we've got Keith Drennan from Blackthorn Concepts, Jacob from Other Dog Design, Eric from Overall Maker Works, Jeff Stein, a weird guy, Dave Bauer, Caitlin Landerno from Kate's Casino, Morley Kurt, Greg from Platte Valley Woodworks, The Grant Alexander, Jen Griffin, The Black Sheep, Brian from Moonshine Leatherworks, Makeshift Podcast, Maritime Knife Supply, Just Might DIY, Jay-Z and D, and then Henry at HT1 Metalworks, Brad Harrison from Brad's Customs, and the newest edition is Steve Delaney from One Old School Pirate. Thanks so much, folks. This week, we're joined by two makers, and they are the best kind of makers because they are making money. We have Grant Alexander, also from the Clamp Podcast. <laughs> And Chris Powell, Full Steam Design from the Makeshift Podcast. How's it going, guys? Uh, it's going good. <laughs> going that good. was raucous. Thank y'all. This If we bring this kind of energy... Everybody calm down. Is, yeah, this is going to be an all-time <laughs> podcast. Grant, if our audience is not familiar with you, why don't you tell them a little about yourself, what it is you do? All right. Well, I'm, uh, I'm from Canada. I like to make stuff, and uh, I'm really passionate about the War of 1812. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that, that's going to be Patreon-only content. Chris, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Um, so, I don't know. I guess I've been making stuff for a few years. I do, like, CNC-related stuff, uh, stuff with lasers. I have done, like, sheet metal shaping, woodworking. I just got into blacksmithing. I'm going to school for that. I just kind of jump around a lot, try to do a little bit of everything. And, yeah. So you may wonder why we have this mashup of three podcasts. And the reason is Grant and Chris are really good at growing their accounts and monetizing their videos, their posts to get a return in that investment. So we thought we would bring them in and just try to dig into their minds on how they approach social media, how they leverage their accounts to get monetized, and then what kind of efforts they put into that. So Grant, I'm going to start with you. You're on a few different platforms, but what would you say are your primary apps that you work on when it comes to monetization right now facebook is king when it comes to paying creators because they're really trying to get people away from the other major platforms of of tiktok and youtube and they're they were the first to start paying people for uh ads on reels or ads on short form content so uh, before this there was these like creator funds which often didn't pay very much 
for how many views you got. And so Facebook, despite if you go try and use their user interface, you can tell why they were first because it's the worst user interface, but they were first to market. So they, they were trying to really push their reels and, and try and grab the creators before TikTok and YouTube uh, started getting them. And I know you're on the other apps as well, but Chris, which platforms do you push your content towards? Um, so, I mean, I do long form content on YouTube and that's something that I've just always done. Um, I don't really push that hard right now. And to be honest with you, I could almost care less if I post anything on there. Uh, big thing for me is Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. And I guess if I had to say I focus on one, it would be either Instagram or, or Facebook, just cause TikTok, the pay on there is kind of hit and miss. Um, but I, you know, I, I'm pretty much making one video and just putting it on all the platforms anyway. So, you know, it doesn't really matter. Then speaking of all the platforms, our own podcast hosts also are working towards monetization. So Christy, what platforms have you been putting a push into? Uh, more so Facebook and Instagram. I've been posting a little bit on TikTok. I don't spend a whole lot of time in there. So I honestly, I hate that app, but, um, but occasionally I will, if I think there's something worth taking the time to post on there, I will. And the same thing with shorts, but, um, but Facebook and Instagram are definitely where I've focusing the most amount of time because Facebook is the one where they've actually, I mean, I'm by far the smallest, you know, followers, I think of all of us five here. And, um, you know, I only had like 200 ish followers on Facebook whenever I got the bonus notification. So, I mean, hey, Jesus, why would I not push on that if they're going to be paying me when I'm there's no shot of me getting money anywhere else? Then, Austin, if TikTok was ever made for a person, it's you. Uh, what, <laughs> apps are, what apps do you push content towards? First of all, thank you. Second, <laughs> second of all, so I, I push uh, TikTok and Facebook and Instagram. Those are the, the main ones um, that I'm getting paid on. So, um, but actually, TikTok has been what's hitting the home runs for me. It's kind of different for everybody else, I think. But So, you know, basic thought would be you make one video, you post it across all the platforms. Um, is that a fair statement? Yeah. yeah everybody's nodding their head. Grant, how do you do that? Do you build a video in one app or do you have a separate app that you build videos in and then post? How do you approach the multi-apps? So I like to take... First, I, most of my videos are actually uh, from a long form content that I've already posted to YouTube. And then I take it and I edit it down to instead of being 16 by nine, but nine by 16. And then depending on the app and depending on my monetization status in that app, I either use like catchy music or for like Facebook, if you use music, you don't earn money on that reel. Mm. So when I do that, I have a subscription to Epidemic Sound for my long form content, and I can use that on my reels. So if I really feel like something needs music, I, I spend the time to get for Facebook, I do a separate edited one with Epidemic Music if I feel it needs the music to tell the story better, because some things just aren't that exciting. Yeah. What about you, Chris? How do you work all the apps together? So I use Adobe Rush usually just because I uh, subscribe to that whole like Adobe 
you know, they give you everything like Premiere yeah. and all that stuff. So I already have that on my phone. So I'll usually use that if it's like a video with multiple clips, but some videos are just one clip. Um, and a lot of times I'll start with like Facebook because the nice thing about Facebook is they don't put a watermark on anything. So if you upload it to there and forget to save it, <laughs> you can go back and re-download it and it won't have any watermark on it. Whereas uh, Instagram is going to have that watermark. And then when you go to repost it, it kind of looks like crap. You can actually download it without the watermark through a third-party app. Hmm. But What's that app called, right? I think it's, in, I just go to Google and I search download Instagram reels and whatever first one pops up, I use that one. I think it's imgram.io or something like that. <laughs> and, uh, and it, it downloads, it downloads with the music and with no watermark, which is really nice. Christy. Well, now Grant, when you can, we go back to the whole music on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you talking about like the ads and reels? Are you talking like bonus also, or can you elaborate on that a little bit? Right. So there's uh, on Facebook, there's a whole bunch of different monetization things, much like everything else. Uh, there's stars, which is their like little tip thing. There is ads on reels, there's bonuses, and there's in stream ads, which is a misnomer because most people use it for their long form content. Um, mainly, I've been getting money from, I'm, I've got them all, but I've mainly been getting money from ads on reels and bonuses. From my understanding, the bonuses pay, they're like a creator fund or a slush fund or a big number that they dole out to whoever's creating. And Mm -hmm. they pay even if you use the music. But if you use, it's what I've heard, but it's the the user interface is so horrible that you have no clue what's happening. Uh, And then for ads, but for ads on reels, which can be a big money maker is you can't use their music, even the music they offer. Cause they have the whole library, just like Instagram and TikTok of all the, you know, the hits, the Megan trainers, the Taylor Swift's, all that ACDC, whatever stuff you're into. But if you use that, you won't make any money. Austin, we've been talking recently about what's the best editing software I know you've been putting out a line of cooking videos. What have you kind of settled on when it comes to publishing content? So, I, Because I'm on Apple, I do iMovie for everything. Um, and it's nice because I can airdrop back and forth to my Mac. Mm. That's the easiest way for me. So I, I edit an iMovie, then I drop it to the phone. And then, uh, I not, then I also drop it to a hard drive. That way I can... At some later point, like we've been waiting for YouTube to pay for shorts, which they just started a couple days ago. Um, so I have a, a stockpile of all my old reels that are ready to go to, to YouTube now. Um, so I, that's just my technique. And then I I like to edit in TikTok because their editor is the best. Like by far, it's the best editing. If you like, so if you guys don't have an editing program, just edit it in TikTok. And then there's another. Uh, website like what grant was saying but it's like tiktok dot those same letters <laughs> and you can strip it off of there and it comes with all the sounds and everything now you saying tiktok on your phone or tiktok on your desk on your laptop that phone. you're editing because oh. yeah, i found imovie on the phone i always have trouble getting the the size of the file it always jacks with me yeah i can't i can't use that one either i just i just use if i'm doing it on my phone i use tiktok 
And if I'm using, if I dump it to the computer, I use iMovie on the computer. Well, I want to take one step back because we're, we're getting pretty far down. And I just want to talk about what does this even mean to be monetized? So Christy, you said you had a small account. Do you have, know offhand, how many followers did you have on Facebook whenever you got monetized? Around 200 is all that I had. But I was getting, I was posting almost daily and, um, or at least probably five times a week for sure, if not a little more, um, adding reels. And I was getting between 1500 views and probably 2,500 views on average. Some were more. Um, so it, it felt like I was getting, you know, pretty good interaction. No more that I had as far as followers. I'm a little over a thousand now and I've been bonus monetized for about six weeks now. All right, gentlemen, what about y'all? What what kind of numbers did you need before you got monetized or you feel like you need, if I'm not monetized yet, what kind of goals should I have to get these apps attention to get monetized? Chris, you want to take that? So really the only one that I had to kind of like work towards a number on was TikTok. I had to get 10,000 on there. Um, Instagram, I don't think there was anything on there, maybe like a thousand or something, but uh, I don't remember there being anything because I think I was past that point when I actually got monetized for like the reels on there. Um, Facebook, I don't really think there was anything on there. It just it seemed like it was a number of views, not like a number of you know actual followers or whatever. So it seems like followers is kind of the least thing that anybody worries about. It's views, not followers. Yeah. What about you, Austin? Yeah, I don't. I have no idea. Like, I think it was not related to the followers, so I wasn't paying attention, you know. But if I was going to guess, I think I maybe around 700 is when I popped off. But I got followers super fat. Like, my first video I posted on Facebook blew up and went mm. for, like, 30-something million. So, like, it was just, like, almost instant. And then uh, I got flagged and, and got banned <laughs> for part of it. <laughs> so, um, from posting, because I have two accounts. And I accidentally posted the same video on two of my different Facebook accounts. And um, so if you do that, they they slap you for non-original content and then you you won't have bonuses anymore. <laughs> so be careful about that. If you have multiple accounts, don't post, don't cross post. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not exactly sure. TikTok, 10,000. And I, I think Instagram, I don't know. I don't know when they offer it to you because like... I have it on one account and not on the other account. It's very difficult to tell like what their plan is there. Grant. Yeah. It, when it comes to the ads on reels and the bonus, they're a little bit different. So the bonus they've been a little, and they've been a little bit more transparent about what the numbers are. And there are some actual for Facebook, at least some actual criteria you need to meet. Uh, your account needs to be 30 days old. You need to be 18 years old or older. Um, you need to have, I think it's 10,000 views in the last 30 days in order to uh, qualify for the bonus. And then the bonus is based on you know your metrics up to, I think the highest they can give a bonus is $35,000 a month bonus. So I'm oh, assuming it. there's like, yeah, there's probably some you know <laughs> crazy pages doing that. How are but you I, supposed to even live on that? You know, I know. like well, it's hard, man. Yeah. <laughs> Ramen. But on the other side of that, I think like as far as my first bonus option was like five hundred dollar max for the month. So I mean, there's that's a that's a wide stretch as far as oh, so where you, you get promoted start like toward, through double A, single A, minor I leagues, major think leagues. So that's my understanding. Right. 
All right. And that's Christy cool. skipped a few levels because okay. when I look like I know a lot of people who got like a hundred dollar bonus as their first oh. offer. So, so I'll she's doing that. good. I, to, to answer your actual question, uh, when I got monetized, I had uh, 8 million views and I had been posting in a, like basically once Austin said, Hey, you can get, you know, Austin led me on this Facebook thing and said, Hey, just repost some of your reels over there and see if you get monetized. And I had from the, like one month gained 5,000 uh, followers. And that's when I got monetized and I got the ads on reels first and then later got the bonus, which is like the ads on reels. They have no criteria out there really other than like, it's very not transparent because they say they're testing it out. And like I said earlier, it is a very, uh, they wanted to be first to offer money to try and get creators on their platform. So I have a question, you know, Grant, you have this Facebook account. Is this your primary account? You know, my account, I have pictures of my family on. I can't see me wanting 5,000 strangers interacting with me on that account. So when I started my YouTube uh, endeavor back in like 2018, I went on all the platforms and created a page. And so this is like my, my the Grant Alexander page. So this isn't related to my family pictures and all that stuff. Yeah. What about the rest of you? Chris, do you have a full steam page and that's what all these monetization is on? Uh, so I do have a full steam page. I don't post anything on there. Hardly. That is just stuff that's like reshared from Instagram. Sometimes I did use my personal one, um, but I had kind of always used it as just sharing like what I was working on, you know, back when I was working on cars and stuff, that was always what I would post. There's albums of stuff like that on there. So I guess it's kind of not really ran like a traditional personal page would be, but that, that was the one I went with. Have you found that with using your personal page that they've limited you or your, is your, is your uh, UI any different than the business page? I don't know. Cause I, like I look at yours and it looks nothing like mine, but then I'll look at grants and it looks nothing like yours. So it's right. like, it's very random. It, it's, it's kind of crazy that I don't know if they're just trying to <laughs> keep people like wondering what, what's going on or what it is. Cause it's like, everybody's page looks different. And actually that's why I used my personal one because back when I was trying to set it up, I was talking to you, Austin, and we could not get my business page set up as like a creator account. There was no way that I could find it to change it. And you're like, Oh, it's right here. Just click this button. And that button was not there for me. So, right. <laughs> so you just said an interesting term creator account. And that's one thing that's kind of lost in all this. If you are, a maker, let's say in the original, you know, five years ago, Instagram sense, you were building projects, you were making things towards either a customer or something that you wanted to make. But that's not the goal here. The goal here, if you're going to post every day is you have to be approaching this as more entertainment than production, I would assume it's, you know, so I'm curious, how do you get in the mindset and come up with ideas to develop new posts, Grant? So I, I learned a lot from listening to Brian House uh, on the uh, Work For it podcast, and he was talking about like, and and I think he got this from Gary Vee. It's like document, not uh, not, not create, like, not create. So you're just you're documenting what you're doing. That's why things like screwing a screw in sometimes pops off because some people don't 
have the ability to screw a screw in. And for some reason, like I, I got a million and a half views on pulling an <laughs> attic ladder down, which is like a stupid thing to get views on. But I posted the video because that's the thing I did. Well, I did it in May, but I was doing, I was reposting it because I, I have a backlog like Austin of, of things that I can post. So it's just document what you're doing. And sometimes it, you, you don't know what's going to be interesting to other people, right? We get, and I think you were talking about this on your last episode about like, and maybe it was in the Patreon. I can't remember, but you, you, we get like blinders on, on what, yeah on what we know and what we think. And we have no clue what, what the rest of the world is actually thinking. That's why I think, yeah. you know, accounts that use basic tools or do really basic uh, building techniques really do well because that the audience that, is approachable to them is so much larger. So I do think that like, I do agree with the document don't create thing that he says to some extent, but, and maybe I'm misinterpreting it because if I don't have a good video that I'm working on, uh, you know, like say I'm just working on laser stuff, I can come up with something quick, like making a clamp that goes into my sawzall and shakes a paint can. And that sounds to me like something that could take off potentially or could be interesting to people because mm -hmm. really what i try to do on like my good videos like i hope every video would be interesting but you just got to make stuff that like people haven't seen before or don't see all the time so you just said something good videos i'm curious is the approach that every video is good or is the approach i have to post every day and they're all not going to be home runs so I'm just going to roll out some base hits to get my post of the day in. And that way I keep an audience engaged for the home run. Austin, I feel like you, sh you aren't very good at that. It, every video you put out seems like you put a lot of effort into it. Um, what are your thoughts on that process? Yeah. I mean, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. So <laughs> I've got to maintain that through my videos, but no, it's like I do. I try to do videos that I would like. And I think that that's a mistake because I think that like Grant was saying, I have on blinders and Grant's told me this pretty much my whole video creator career of like, <laughs> he's like, people aren't you like, they don't understand what you understand. So you need to do videos that are more basic. And, and I don't like doing that, but, um, and I think that it's a mistake. I do think that um, you need to, you kind cause you don't know what's going to pop. You really don't. I mean, you have an idea sometimes, like if you're like, hey, if I take a steaming hot, red hot poker and shove a hot dog on it and then eat it, people are going to watch that one. <laughs> but, you know, some if like screwing a screw or, you know, what, whatever, like, you know, getting something out of your mailbox you and it goes <laughs> ballistic, you, you have no idea what is going to pop off. So I think that um, sometimes those base hits are important to film. So... You guys have seen Joe Dirt, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he goes and finds Kick and Wing, and Kick and Wing is selling nonsense. He's selling snakes and whatever. And Joe says, and you know, yeah, you guys, you where's your, you know, whisker do's, whisker, whisker do's and whisker don'ts. Yeah. yeah. yeah He's like, you mean to tell me, yeah, you don't have any of those. And and then he says, It's not about you, it's about the consumer. And really that's 
what it's got to be if you really want to be successful about this. It's not just about what you want. And there is crossover there because I enjoy using my power hammers. And I know if I make a video on the power hammer, that's probably going to be interesting to somebody. But I don't do that every day. So if I need to mix in another video, you know, I'm all right with doing that because it's, it's worked for me. One thing I struggle with is I think every reel I make has to be the maximum lift. I have to use every second available when I make this reels. And Grant, you have really mastered the opposite of that. You know, how do you approach whatever you decide as a post? Basically, I go back into my old videos and I find a spot where I go, well, I cut this this portion of a bigger recording into a smaller cut. And I go, I thought that was interesting enough to make a three to five second cut for a YouTube video. Oh, why not make a three to five second cut for a that's a good reel? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And Christy, you've been really putting out videos too. And I found that's something you've changed as you went from every video was let me jam as much as I can and talk as fast as I can. And now you'll do like with Grant, you'll do a cut and that's a video. How have you changed your approach to what a reel is? That has been the biggest struggle for me because I want a complete process or I want, I want something that I want, you know, like the guys are saying, I want to watch something that I, I want to learn from or something, which I am trying to get out of my head to think, okay, that is not necessarily the goal because yeah, I had, you know, a miter saw cut and it got a stupid amount compared to my full length video or, you know, the, the shortened version of my YouTube video, you know, that's 59.5 seconds long in order to get it all stuffed in there. <laughs> so that that is definitely my hardest struggle. But being around you guys and whether we're talking in the discord or whether I'm just watching you guys' clips and stuff that is helping me accept the fact that it doesn't have to be the full length, everything 59 and a half seconds long. You know, and Grant, you say that it kind of hits on me a few ways. I just watched a 40 minute Drew Fisher video on the treadmill. And if you think I was on the treadmill for 40 minutes, you know, that's hilarious <laughs> because I just fast forwarded through and I watched the clips of it that I was, you know, I was like, all right, I know how to do all that. And I'd watch just this clip or that clip. And so that's right. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the snippets. If you are a long form content creator, you can go through your videos and see where people drop off. And don't post that part. See where they're watching something again. And maybe that's a good part. Maybe you didn't explain it very well in the video. But oftentimes, that's a thing that they want to see multiple times. Like, I've got some parts of my videos that are over 100% because they're, like, interesting edits where people are like, how did you do that, right? Like, how did he make the thing appear behind the door when he closed and opened the door? You know, I've got, it's over 100% of that part of the video. And I'm like, well, that needs to be a reel, right? I haven't done it yet. Yeah. Chris, I was curious, what is your filming setup? Because one thing I noticed about yours, you're always very mindful, like the camera and the framing. A lot of your posts have good framing. They yours don't feel as rush or chopped. Um, you had some cabinets delivered and you had a camera 150 yards away, so you can see the cabinets <laughs> come off the truck. What's your filming setup like? 
Well, so yeah, that's how it looked, but it was actually my girlfriend in the kitchen who was like, oh my God, he's Look at this idiot. got more tools. <laughs> <laughs> and she just happened to record it. And then I think the other one was one of my security cameras. So none of that was planned, but it just worked out, you know? Yeah. Um, so when I'm doing any of vertical videos, I just shoot them on the phone. Um, I I really have gotten away from doing long-term long form content. Like it's just, it's not doing it right now. And I don't want to spend the time on it. You know, I'll do like my laser review videos, but that's just kind of cause I have to, you know, cause I have like agreements with companies and stuff, but uh, otherwise I'm just using my phone. Um, I'll use a frog pod sometimes, or sometimes I'll just set it up on something. You know, when I'm in school, I'll take a couple hammers, stack them up and, and do it. But I just try to, get that picture to where I think it's going to be anyways. And then, you know, if I have to zoom in on it a little bit, I, I can do that once I'm editing them. You know, something else you do, and, and I don't know if this plays into growing audience or additional views, uh, you'll post and you'll have your caption. And it always leaves me like, but wait, what about the rest of it? So like that one in particular, like anyone else catch the sale in the Home Depot cabinets? And I'm like, is that real? What did he pay? You know? What, what was the score? <laughs> How much of a discount was this? What, you know, I'm, and so I'm going look at other posts to see, well, oh, wait, two days ago, he posted another update of those cabinets. Let me see if he, and no, of course he didn't get more. <laughs> Even Home Depot is coming back to his page to try to see what's going on with those cabinets. <laughs> um, that was pretty cool to see them comment on your yeah, video. I was pretty surprised by that. Austin, you know, you have a YouTube video of a very elaborate camera setup. Have you, have you also kind of just transitioned to the, the phone? Yeah, I've pretty much not like since I built my camera gantry, I don't use it because <laughs> it's just I, I use it when I was doing like long form content, but um, it's just it's not handy for holding a phone really. Grant, it also really sucks because it it as soon as you move it, it swings for like thirty minutes. Right, as I know this <laughs> because my video that I shot at your shop is like swinging and there's nothing I could do. Well, so frustrating. That, I'll tell you how to fix it. Lemon, you make lemonade, right? You put old pirate songs with it, and it's like you're on a boat working. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked would about you do with a drunken what? <laughs> We've talked about how you've kind of developed posts. I'm curious, do you have a strategy when it comes to uploading posts? Do you have a time of day? Do you have a order of the apps that you post in, Grant? So I uh, I've, I've been basically the, again, the Brian house post it when you would normally be looking at your phone. So I try and post around 10 o'clock is the earliest I post. And then like, I, I almost always do one a day. Sometimes I do two. If I do two, it's usually like 10 o'clock. That one didn't perform well. And I go, well, I need a, I need a better one. And I'll throw another one up. Um, I tend to post like, like Austin, if I'm going to do a bunch of, uh, editing, I, I like, I like, the TikTok or Instagram TikTok's generally the better editor. If I'm not going to do it on my computer, I'll do it on TikTok. Um, and then from there, Facebook's the worst when it comes to the editing. So I the, tend to, to take it from somewhere else. Their newest update. I don't know if you've tried it since then that it's actually gotten a little bit better. So when okay. you click edit uh, on the bottom left, it'll pull up almost like a TikTok row of oh, okay. all the things you can do I, speeds and everything to their editor. I've yeah. Been well, using you probably really, yeah, that was my like go-to one. That's mm. so weird that you guys are saying that. I I'm guessing Maybe it's we the had same a different one. 
Yeah. <laughs> like you were talking about earlier, it's likely that we all have different apps. And maybe I had a different uh, different buttons on there. Do you have an iPhone, Chris? Yep. And yeah, Austin, I think you have an too. iPhone, huh? Yeah, I've got an Android. Android. Of course, Android. Android. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Like yeah the, uh, what, what, it was so frustrating because like when we all first started this, I was sending things to each one of them because we're trying to figure it out. And I'd finally, I'm like, screenshot it and send it to me. <laughs> and then it got to the point where I'm like screen recording and I'm showing them mm. how I'm going through the app. Like, it's so <laughs> ridiculous that we all have different platforms, you know, like different apps. And uh, it's it was extremely frustrating. Yeah. But I think I think it's starting to get dialed in a little bit. I think they're starting to get everything streamlined. Yeah. Well, Austin, I asked these two guys what they consider content. You know, what are you looking at whenever you're trying to find content? What's the kind of things that are catching you? So now I look at it different than what. So I used to I used to be like, I don't want to film bullshit. Like that was my whole thing. Like, I don't want to film bullshit. I don't want it to be. I want to be an upper tier level of making. Like, I want this to be a reputation. Yeah. Right. Like I, I, I want it to be, people are like, wow, this guy's putting out a good product. And then I changed that because I'm a whore and um, <laughs> I'll do anything for money. So no, it just, it's just changed to the point where now I'm, when I go to, I'm like, what has viral potential? Like that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's what I think about now. So my dad has started his own page even, and he's in the process of trying to get monetized. And I'm like, dad, this is exactly what I told him. I said, dad, there's going to be a core group of people that think what you're doing is cool. Right. But you need to stop filming all the shit you're filming and focus on something that could go viral. Like something that looks dangerous, something that looks, <laughs> uh, you know, like something that's funny, something that, something that's cute, like a, like a dog or, you know, those are the things that grab people's attention or a clickbait title, right? Or so, or for a woman to do something that men have a great opportunity to disagree with. That is where <laughs> I'm just like, it's not wrong. Why would you stop? You know, but they love to comment. On that is something, post. you know, Chrissy's had a lot of success doing things where people are trying to correct her. Uh, Grant, you had some experience with that too, a video <laughs> that did well because people, is that... It's so it's it's a lot harder than you think to get people to correct you because I after that one I tried to like I'll do things that that seem like I'm doing it wrong and I can correct them. And I did the two big ones had to do with was peening a tang and uh and using my hammer the way that Steve House taught me, which he was like, choke up on your hammer. And I'm like, uh, okay. And so I choke up on the hammer and it, it didn't work because it's the first time I tried choking up that far on the hammer and it's and i look like an idiot doing it because the post vice is like at eye level and i'm it just <laughs> looks your horrible hand, your your other hand oh was my like, other hand is the other hand is crazy like, why aren't you holding was, on to tongs or something yeah it's weird <laughs> all i have to say there is so to take this a little bit differently um if you're going to get into this you're going to deal with a lot of people yeah making content oh, yeah. and so your pay the money i made maybe covered the emotional toll that I don't think people people realize the like when when people talk about it like on all these big creators talking about the amount of negative comments I don't I don't think people realize it and they they don't realize you're a person I think Chris has got a good 
So uh, I had one that took off. Actually, that's how I, I got like everything on um, Facebook, like monetized. And it just, you know, they threw everything at me because it was so big. Um, it was a video of me notching a post. I had already put the post in the ground and I'm up on a little platform and I'm just cutting slices in it and then knocking those out with a hammer and coming back in, cleaning them up with like a, a planer and, and stuff like that. And, you know, really there's nothing wrong with it, but it isn't a way that your average carpenter is going to do it. You know, I've seen like Dusty Lumberco do it that way. And I'm like, wow, that looks cool. Let me try that technique. And so I threw up a camera real quick to record it and or my phone, I should say. And I had one guy come in and he's like, this is the most amateurish, amateurish, like sophomoric, just like dropping every like keyword <laughs> that he could to call me, you know, a piece of shit basically. And I'm like, this was when I first got started in this stuff. So I'm like looking at his page and I'm like, dude, you got this stuff on your page. That's like suicide prevention awareness, like stuff like that. And here you are bullying people on the internet. And he was like, man, well, I didn't really see it that way. You know, I'm actually a pretty nice guy. I'm like, maybe you're not a nice guy. I'm like you might actually be, a, be the asshole that you, that you appear to be on Facebook right now. And he he really was sorry and apologized a bunch of times. It was crazy, like not the normal response you get from somebody. But yeah, people are brutal. They just, it's weird. Yeah, the one on Facebook uh, that went crazy was me taking casters off of a dolly. Now, I was going to use them for a lightweight project. There was absolutely nothing wrong with what I was doing. But I mean, it went crazy because... Everybody was saying they're piece of shit casters and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and I answered and replied on quite a few of them. But then I just kind of, you know, you kind of give up on that. And then I had sent it to my family and I was like, hey, check this out. You know, and my mom's like, wow, those are harsh comments. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, mom, don't read that. Don't read that. I said, they're, they're paying me for this. So it's okay because it's just stupid comments from people that, you know, they don't know my intentions for using those casters. It's not like I was, you know, trying to, you know, wheel around something a thousand pounds with them. Yeah, I think it takes either a certain kind of person or you just need to shift your your mentality of, of what it is. Because I remember Grant was getting flamed really bad about that hammer video and we were talking about it. And I said, Grant, just imagine every time somebody says something shitty, they also hand you $20. <laughs> and then he was like, okay, yeah, I can do this. <laughs> it was a totally different shift. And, uh, and, and I said, you can also have fun with it. So like on Facebook, you can respond with gifts mm. or you can be cheeky back or you can troll back, which is what Chris's go to. So today I posted a video of me on, on YouTube today, uh, cooking my hot dog. And, uh, and this guy posted, it's like, he's like, wow, that guy looks like he needs to quit putting sausages in his mouth. <laughs> and so I responded <laughs> and I said, I agree with you. But what's really funny is I said the same thing to your mom. <laughs> <laughs> and then I felt bad. So I deleted it really quick. Oh, no. I was like, I don't want to be that guy. But I thought it was good. <laughs> I'm the king of write something and then delete it right after. <laughs> oh, man. It makes you feel better. Like, just do it. It makes you feel better. And they get the notification on their phone. So, <laughs> yeah, I know it's hard. And uh, I know, you know we're all human and it's sensitive. But I try to remember, I like going look at their page, like Chris was saying, and nine times out of 10, they've got three posts. And my first reaction is, okay, so you contribute nothing to this community except 
trying to tear things down or your opinion and you have no value in your opinion because you have nothing to substantiate it. Um, that's just what I do to make myself feel better. Not that I get a lot of <laughs> negative comments. I do think a lot of these people that comment either don't understand, like like on Facebook especially, it's it seems like it's generally older people who I don't think they understand why they're seeing right. your video. Right. It's like all of a sudden it's on their page and they're like, oh, why <laughs> has Facebook you. shown me this video? I <laughs> should comment on it. And they they seem to think, and it's probably because of all those like Chinese sites that you know, reshare content and whatever that you're not real. And and, because they'll Mm. always comment and say, why is he doing this? And I'm like, what do you mean he you're commenting on? You're talking to me. Like, is is this how you talk to people in in the, in the real world? And I don't don't know. It it is also kind of weird that people comment, but I do think other people will comment just to make themselves feel better about stuff. They want to, you know, they need to prove that they're smart and, you know, then when you don't accept that they're smart, they get real mad and will keep coming back at you. And then you just get more views. So it's all right. I wanted to kind of go around the room and talk about what real or post or video you consider a great success <laughs> and what that content was and, and, you know, just a little about it. And then which one did you have high hopes for, but it was just a huge flop. So who would like to go first on that? Grant, go ahead. So I'll start with the flop because that's, the one in my mind, as soon as you said it, I went, I, I love Taylor Swift and, and you know, <laughs> I've told this to lots of people and she put out this, one of the songs had this like great, it's a viral sound all over TikTok, And um, it's like all eyes on me, horrified looks in the room. Right. And it's, I thought this great video where I, I ask myself to go get a track saw and I come back with a circular saw and a straight edge, which is like the big joke on my page right now and i've got tons of views on these videos about circular saws and a track and a straight edge is just as good as a track saw um and i and i really like i spent a little time i i edited extra you know versions of myself with outfit changes giving like horrified looks because that's what it says in the in the song and it fucking like it is one of the biggest flops on my page like 300 <laughs> views i got like 45,000 followers and i get 300 views like hmm. i don't understand it and i even used uh the copy i didn't care i thought the video was good enough i didn't care about making money so i used the copyright music in in the thing and it still did nothing and that i was sucks. yeah and then i have a fucking attic that i stairs that i go down it's like 1.5 million views and it's like i don't know <laughs> Maybe it's something about seeing your lower legs. Yeah. <laughs> so what's a success reel, a story you've got? So if I think about the, the biggest success are all those handle burning, like the first handle burning video I did. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, this one's going to be a good one. And and it it did well on Instagram, then I TikTok and now Facebook. It's done pretty well on all three of them. So I think that's it's kind of all the smoke and fire and it's they're really fun videos to to do but that being said i've had the that that was the 2021 version the 2022 version i i had four cameras on it and not a single one hit like a hundred thousand views so who knows what about you chris so i mean you know you can never really plan this stuff like no matter how much 
effort you put into it and and you know really trying to plan out the best video it it just sometimes doesn't happen so my best video at maker camp i made a knife and i forgot it and someone else uh, adam uncle sam metalworks was supposed to ship it for me he also forgot it keith drennan blackthorn concepts just happened to pick it up and he is terrible with shipping stuff and you know i was joking around giving him a hard time he finally threw it in a box well when he did that he threw it in an amazon box it was a little small so in shipping the box got crushed and the blade which was not sharp because you know i made it um <laughs> poked through the box and then my mailman jammed it right in my mailbox because they didn't want to bring it to the house it was just you know small enough to fit in but then once it got in there like it was stuck so i go down to the mailbox open it up and i see this package jammed in there with a knife sticking out of the end and i'm like well that's kind of funny so i closed the mailbox door pulled my phone out recorded it real quick and i was like i think i made my mailman mad because <laughs> you know they shoved this in there and i'm like p holding the knife like like pointing at the end of the knife and whatever and uh and, and then i shook it and it wouldn't come out and this is like a, a i don't know eight nine ten second long video <laughs> and it went bonkers on facebook it's got like i don't know eight point something nine million views or whatever mm. and it's it's because it evoked an emotion in people so they saw it and and initially people said bullshit amazon doesn't deliver to your mailbox that person's comment has like seven thousand comments under it <laughs> so you know like that right there set people off even more which keeps pushing that video and then people came in and were saying no they do put it in your mailbox you know i live in this part of the country and whatever so it was just something that set people off it was like just the right thing at the right time because it was around christmas time you know and then you got people coming in saying oh mailmen are overworked and this and that and the <laughs> other thing and actually i said male person <laughs> and that set people off because what do you mean a male person do you mean a male man and i'm like just whatever dude like you know and, and you know again this was kind of early when i started so at first i was like i was like man what the hell is wrong with these people but then i was like oh this is awesome you know these people are just total pieces of crap and you know have no problem letting everyone on Facebook know that. So, and I would just give it right back to them. And those people I did hit a lot with gifts and stuff, you know, they'd say, oh, use two hands on it. And I'd say, wow, big brain energy, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> so what about something you put effort into and just didn't do what oh, you were hoping? God, I've been trying to find one of those. Um, oh, he's so successful I, be, guys. Well, no, the thing is, honestly, I don't put a lot of effort into these videos. So there's the secret people you heard it here <laughs> yeah. No, yeah seriously i put i stacked anvils i got 122,000 views on instagram stacking anvils who gives a shit but people that don't see anvils every day cared you know so here's what's the real bullshit you're stacking 3d printed anvils not real anvils. that's true <laughs> see and people don't even know 
Oh, you know Chris, what I thought was going to do really well? Sorry. Yeah. But the one where I made the the fake board that looked like a piece of metal and I stuck it in my power hammer and it got some people, you know, and, and like it got some good interaction. But I was like, man, this is going to go wild. And it, that one didn't. So, yeah, it was just a board that I lit on fire and I painted it with like like orange and yellow paint and whatever. And, uh, you know, some people <laughs> fell for it, but most probably didn't get it. What about you, Austin? So. I pretty much feel like all of my videos on Instagram fail. Like <laughs> I just do not. And what's funny is that's the platform that I enjoy spending the most time on. That's the one where I'm actually friends with the people that follow, you know, back mm -hmm. and forth. But I just, I get a lot of interaction like in comments, but no views. Mm -hmm. And then I'll post this literally the same video on TikTok, and I'll get like a million and a half views. And it's just, you know, it's me using like a, doing a lathe tip or something like that. Like it's, you know, yeah, I've, a lot I've of manufacturing had... in China though. That's right. I always find if I get a lot of comments on Instagram, I know it's going to be a flop. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Like, me too. I, yeah. I don't know what it is. <laughs> mm. Yeah. When I see you guys commenting on like my Instagram videos, I'm like, man, this probably isn't going to do anything. Right, no usually it doesn't, which is weird. Actually, I'm like scrolling. I'm like, fuck, I got to stop and comment on this guy's video now. Who gives a shit? He got new cabinets. He's a big wolf. How what much about were they, Austin, though? one that uh, took off? Um, The one that took off that like, you mean that surprised me or just the one yeah, that I'm just proud surprised of? You. That surprised you. So I had one where I, all I do is I say, I love this sound. And I pop open the collet chuck and the, the collet chuck. When you, when you tighten it really tight, it goes Cluck, and just like spits it out a little bit. And then I pull the piece of metal out of the collet and it makes like a sword shink <laughs> and that's it. And it went for, I don't know, like 2 million views and it was like six seconds, you know? And I'm like, it was me pretending i was like vicariously living through chris i'm like let's just make some shitty videos <laughs> and then it goes nuts so i guess i need to do you know shit in shit out that's the key christy your turn what's something that's really taken off well the one in face on facebook was the casters but i actually was thinking of you dean when i did that one because you have such a issue with the word best so and not that you like have it triggers you but you're not a fan of the word best and i'm like yeah. you know i intentionally used the word best in the wording because i try to the best put, harbor freight fuck you yeah the best use of the harbor freight dolly is to yeah. take the casters off i had it both on the wording as well as what i said and that triggered guys like i mean it, it was just it was just off the chart on that so i did kind of you know, I did kind of bait in a little bit on that one, but I'm like, oh, well, you know, it is what it is. Um, now, probably the most fun that as far as one that I've made and it's on Instagram now is the pencil sharpening one, mm. because that is not my character. I am not one to play the the girly boobs type posts. I mean, you guys know me well enough. I'm not. You know, I'm not playing the girl card, but that was a lot of fun to sharpen my pencil that way. I so wish you used the TikTok sound that's going around right now where it's like, go ahead, hon, get your tits out. Like, I so <laughs> wish you used that audio in that one. I know that would have been your style. I've not posted I only posted it. I only posted it on Instagram because I feel more comfortable on Instagram. And right. I know that most of the folks that watched it 
no, that's not me. I'm not doing it as a, you know, as bait. So I really only posted it on Instagram, but like I said, I had a lot of fun on that. I had a a ton of comments and I did think the same thing, like you're saying there, Chris, too. As soon as all the comments started coming, I'm like, oh, Jesus, this is not going to go anywhere because that's oddly, you know, kind of how that works. Weirdly. so weird. So what I'm hearing from all of you is I need to stop posting in stories and just start posting in reels. Yeah. Yep. Well, in that vein. Why don't we go around the room and you, if you could give advice to somebody who's like, Hey, I want to make a run at this. uh, What would you tell somebody who's looking to get monetized, where to focus their energy to see some early success? Who'd like to go first? Start with Facebook. And like we've said so far already, post every day as much as you can. Cause I mean, it does take a little bit of effort to put things together and upload and and that kind of stuff and, and pick the music. And if you're going to do that and all that kind of stuff. So, but I don't know that, well, yeah, no, I I would say just post, particularly go for Facebook first, as much as anything, as far as if you're going to post every day, because if you're starting out, it seems like that's the lowest barrier of entry, at least from my experience. All right, Grant. Well, the, you know, I think it's a, if you have a back catalog of stuff to to go on re-edit it like download your old stuff you know i i think the like if you watch morley's uh success on tiktok and facebook he is taking he is producing really really good content of like voiced over scripted you know i did this and like transformative stuff and it's doing really well and you can do that and obviously it's going to be a lot more effort but if you want to like try and dip your toe into it and see if you can make something, grab those interesting parts of your videos and post them and see if they if they pop off and see if you enjoy it. Because you may not enjoy the posting every day. You might not like it's not for everyone. True. It's a commitment. And you know, if you can't do it, you don't need to post every day, but you basically do. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Chris? So, yeah, I would say post every day, at least once a day. If you can post three or four times, post three or four times. Um, Do something that evokes emotion in people, either wow them or piss them off. Um, Cut your edits short. Like I, I try to come in late and get out early on stuff. And I always I generally try to start a video like right at the action of something starting, you know, Um, I I think that's really important. Austin, any words of wisdom? I just think the consistency is key, you know, just, just hammer it out as much as possible every day. And um, I try to film if I'm doing new stuff, not using my old stuff. I try to film in batches. So I'm, I try to think of an idea of like, like if I'm going in the blacksmith shop, I'm like, okay, I've got seven things that I want to film. And it's gotten to the point now where I'm like, I'm filming stuff that I'm not even using, like, you know, cause I'm like, I need to get this, I need to get this edit. I need to get this, you know, this shot. Um, cause I think it'll pop, you know? So it's, I guess at this point I'm not making things I'm making videos, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's kind of, it's kind of different, but. If I'll add one other thing, you'll see a lot of like trending music or trending sound bites or trend, like all these trends, and you see the like big numbers they're getting. 
don't like fall for that. Don't try and like, don't spend a lot of time trying to make a really good trending song. Cause every time I've done it, it hasn't worked. Right. Cause you're seeing these there's when it starts to become a trending sound, you're likely too late. You're too late. It's yeah. already on the out. It's funny too. I think what trends for some people is not the same. Um, my wife and I's phones this weekend were nothing but these videos of this animated greyhound. And it had this Miss Piggy voice saying, let me do it for you. Yep. Kermy. Did y'all see that? Yes. Because like I asked my sister, she hadn't seen a video. So the other two are shaking their head. We nope. saw uh, no lie, a hundred videos using that sound. And then I would say something to my mom. She's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Right. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess it just really was force feeding me that sound. I've been singing I'm- a song. Sorry. I've been singing a song all weekend um, and or all week. And my wife's like, what is that? I'm like, what's well, from TikTok? You're not seeing it? And she's like, no. And I'm like, it is everywhere on my TikTok. <laughs> Which one I is tried- it? I was saying something about boobs, I'm sure. No, it is. Uh, it's the dumb ways to die. God, that's what mine is, too. And it's been driving me nuts because I, I can't it. get it out of my head. <laughs> I don't it's think such I've a heard good that song. one. Yeah, how's it go? Sounds like I should make a video with that. Yeah, There's I sent so it to you many. just before the uh the, the recording chris you'll see it in your inbox grant's like don't chase trending things you guys need to make these he's, <laughs> us both our fucking message. he's setting us up that's what it is yeah it's like watch these guys, assholes flop have you guys had luck with templates on instagram because anytime i've tried to fit stuff in a template it sucks terrible I, I i've given up on it do that All right, so I've got a question for you guys. I need some feedback today. I posted my before and after of the miter saw cabinets where I painted them on Instagram and Facebook. So I'm curious, what do I need to do to that video before I post it on TikTok? What do you think about like, I noticed Grant is in a lot of his videos. Chris is in a lot of his videos. Christy, you weren't in that video. You're in a lot of your videos, but Mm -hmm. do you think you need to be in the video for people to connect? Um, I don't know that I'm trying to find, figure out a pattern. I think there is some benefit for other aspects as you're trying to grow a personality on your page, or if you're wanting to be more recognizable when it comes to making possibly brandy, you know, I mean, there's a whole lot of other stuff beyond that. And I think for folks wanting to be more comfortable with you. I think there's a benefit of seeing your face or, or hear your voice or whatever. I think there's a comfort level and they might just become more attached to you that way. I have noticed a pattern and it's very upsetting to me is that (laughs) the more this beautiful face is in the photos, the less I get uh, uh, like reactions. Generally speaking, there's a couple of standouts, but if my face is, Views or anything oh, okay. doesn't matter. If my face, if my face is in it, it's worse performing. If like, Austin's face, enough. I don't want to. Right, Austin's face is in it. Those are some of my biggest videos. They start with Austin's face because he's like holding on to like the <laughs> burn-in video. So they often start with Austin, and it does well. By the way, I haven't signed off on any modeling contracts with Grant's videos, <laughs> so you'll be hearing from my agent. Well, let's wrap this up because I know we could talk for hours and hours. Grant, every every episode we ask one of the guests a three tools question. If you were going to start over as a Facebook, TikTok content creator, what three tools would you want to start that journey with? 
So I'd want a tripod yeah. uh, that had a good phone mount that was a quick, quick release style Ooh. phone mount. And then I would want a, a like a screen protector that mm. I could put in front of it because oftentimes I get worried about my phone being in the way of whatever I'm doing, especially grinding or something like where you want to see all the sparks. So then I go pull up my GoPro and then I never do anything with that video because it's on my GoPro and not on my phone. Um, and then I, I think the the third thing I would get is uh, is a frog pod. Okay. I would get three camera people. Uh, right. There you go. Well, fair. well gentlemen, <laughs> it has been an absolute pleasure having you on. Uh, Chris, why don't you tell the people where they can find your accounts? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube at Full Steam Designs, or you can find me on YouTube and Facebook at Chris Powell. And we're not sure if it's Designs with an S or not yet, so you've got to figure that out on your own. Yeah, it's, I think it's Designs with an S. <laughs> and then Grant, where can everybody find you? Well, you can find me on all the usual social media places by searching for The Grant Alexander, or you can find me on my weekly podcast called Clamp. And Chris, did you shout out your podcast? No, I didn't. I'm really bad with that. We're actually really bad over there at shouting out our guests, too, as Austin knows, but uh, that is the uh, makeshift podcast. Yeah, it's a good one. I enjoyed it. Gentlemen, thank you so much. I want to wrap this up. And I think we're going to carry over to the Patreon where maybe we'll get into a little more specifics on the amounts of revenue you're seeing on social media. Thanks again. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a review and subscribe. We'd love to hear feedback from you. So reach out to us on Instagram at Making Our Way Podcast. You can find all of our latest individual content on Instagram or YouTube. I'm at High Caliber Craftsman. Christy is at Twisted Twine Woodworking. And Dean is at Dean underscore Duplantis. Thanks again, friends.